At some point, I might get interrupted by an Amazon Prime Now delivery, but that's okay. <laughs> Is it Prime Day? Did I did I miss Prime Day? Uh, no, it's uh, my Apple Watch didn't sit on the charger properly last night, so I ordered a Prime oh, Prime Now watch charger. Because <laughs> I'm not <laughs> you losing a new my fucking watch. move streak. You ordered this. a new watch fully charged. Yeah, exactly. A day watch. Yeah, I think no, that's... There's no way yeah, I was going yeah, sure. to give up my movement streak, John. I'm at like 65 days. I could tell you exactly, except my fucking watch doesn't work. <laughs> well, if your watch doesn't work, then I must be John Moltz. In that case, I must be Lex Friedman. Welcome to Turning This Car Around. The John Armstrong impressions never get old. Uh, John Armstrong, our congratulations go out to him. He's got a new uh, a new situation, uh, a new full time <laughs> situation that precludes him from doing our daytime recording session. <laughs> so I, I'm kind of hopeful that the next the next one is going to be you know a return to um, drunk evening recordings. No, I'm hoping that as well. Uh, so this is episode yeah. 294. Um, by the time we record episode, well, actually, when you record 295. Uh, I won't be available because I don't know if you know, this. I don't know if this has come up yet, but I am literally uh, going to uh, the happiest place on earth tomorrow as we the moon. This. I'm ah. going, the moon is not on earth. What? The moon is not the happiest place on earth. That's just science. Well, I said that before. I think, I think there's a delay here. I think I said that I before you, you said the happiest uh, before you said on earth. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, uh, as you may recall, we celebrated Anya's bat mitzvah back in October and, mm-hmm. uh, it was in all the papers. It was, it might've been in November now that I say that cause my brain's good. Yeah. I think it was in November that we celebrated, but either way, <laughs> the idea was she wanted a smaller party uh, and a trip to Disney world. So oh. tomorrow we will fly to Orlando and we're doing like five days at Disney World and then a three day Disney cruise to end it. Yeah. We're oh, this is it. This is the holy Disney crap. experience. Yeah. This is is this and they're they don't they don't have school? Oh no, they're missing five fucking days of school. Uh and they'll pay they get off. <laughs> that's it. But listen, the good news is Wow. Um, Armstrong taught us early on in the show. I can deduct the whole thing because we're going to talk about it on the show. <laughs> That's right. Sure. Yep. Yep. We're, we're going back to like episode five. <laughs> what I'm proud of, I'm going to slack you. Nope. I'm going to text you this, John. But uh, what I'm proud of is how meticulously scheduled each day is. Because the part that was stressful to Lauren about Disney World was, you know, and I think Disneyland now does this too, but you, you got to get your fast passes in advance and you got to yes. pick them all and there's rules and whatever. And so you have to schedule your day in a way that she was like, this is stressful. And to me, I was like, this is epically right. awesome. This is ideal. This is, I don't have to have any <laughs> thinking. I can be robot Lex who's memorized my day to day schedule true. ahead of time. So I just, I just mm-hmm. texted John an example of uh, my first day. No, my, I guess second day on Monday will be at magic kingdom. So feel free to find me. Um, but like, <laughs> <laughs> we're taking a bus at 7.30 to the Magic Kingdom. We know first we go on this ride because our fast pass doesn't start until 9. And then we go to the next one. And, then, and like everything is scheduled. The meals are scheduled. <clears> and it's like, I just love knowing that. And there's, there's well, you got to schedule. Like you, have to, you have to schedule the meals. Otherwise, you won't eat. Yeah. Yeah. That's, so that's one thing. That's one thing I would be totally, totally down with is scheduling the meals. I, well, I, you're, you people apparently get up earlier than we do. Well, so <laughs> well, we do, I mean, we get up crazy early, like on a regular day. I mean, I get up at quarter of six, but, and Hank gets up at like six and 
you know, none of us like that. <laughs> so Let's on a see. vacation day or any other, you know, any weekend day, we do not get up nearly that early. So we would not normally do this on vacation, but at Disney, we like to get there when the thing opens. There is one day yeah. specifically. I mean, Thursday, there's definitely a benefit to that. We're going to Hollywood. Well, you can basically, you know, because I, I did work with a, a travel agent friend of ours who's a Disney expert, and you can, on certain park days, if it's non-crowded weekdays, um, you can get like eight rides in in the first two hours of the park and then like be super chill <laughs> yeah. for the rest of the day. Um, I am right. sending you a glimpse of my Thursday, Thursday's Hollywood Studios, which opens at 7 a.m. So we're going to be on the Skyliner at 6 a.m. <laughs> So, oh my god. So that's the day. I actually, you know, I should have sent you the whole note because I have my my dated minute by minute, hour by hour plan. And uh, it I do have a note that says um Liam and Sierra are gonna be jerks because we woke up super early. Anya too, also <laughs> me. So it's like I'm already <laughs> mentally prepared that by the end of the day everybody's gonna be an asshole, and that's just how it's gonna be. Yeah. But we're in the happiest place mm-hmm. on earth, so how bad could it be? That's that's my question. How bad could it be, John? um i don't know it could be you know i'm sure it'll all work out right you've had bad days you've had bad days at theme parks before (laughs) is that true have i (laughs) well you you talked about that you talked about it was your birthday oh right when i was so mad at them yes yeah that's right i feel like this is a very different I, i i feel like disney is set up for families in a way that some amusement parks crazily aren't but like most things we're yeah. going to be in cars together and i'm sure they'll be like i want to ride i want to sit next to daddy on this one and that's fine like we, that can be a rotation i don't think we're going to get yeah. we're, they don't want to go on the rides at disney where only the kids can go <clears throat> the issue came up on that ride at hershey because it was a ride where i was like i'm not going on that that does not hold a 6-2 man like i think i was literally not permitted <laughs> on the ride so i don't think i'll have that problem here yeah it's like not don't put your hands up don't put your head up you yeah, be decapitated. Exactly. I, do you have, yeah. do, do people of all heights, you're not, you're like a normal heighted man as memory serves, but like, <laughs> Thank do you. people <laughs> at all heights get fearful of decapitation on roller coasters or is that a tall person thing? No, that's a tall person thing. I do. I, I do. I, you know, I've worried about losing a hand though. Sure. I, you know, like when you put I, your hands up and stuff like that, I, I, you know, particularly when we go to the fair here, because I feel like those rides are <laughs> way less. <laughs> Closely supervised and also run by, you know, right. Oh, hundred percent people but who people who are you know, not very well supervised either. <laughs> Carnies mostly. Yes. You know that that turtle move, though, where you like pull your head down and like hunch your shoulders up. I do that on every roller coaster. Yes. And I think this is why I get off every roller coaster uncomfortable. Now, certainly my kids love sitting next to me on roller coasters because it's one of the times I'll swear in front of them. And but they also think it's hilarious that like I I pre wins before they lower the bar down. Because if the bar has got to be safe for my kid and me, I'm already like terrified, and my mm-hmm. knees have to right. be crumpled into the other person. Whatever, like it's uh, this is just tall person whining. This is the tall person whining episode of Trans Clear Out. I'm sad yeah, that sure. Armstrong right. is here yeah, because yeah, he's taller yeah. than I am. But the uh, I don't know, like the bar pushes down and I'm in pain, and then I scrunch my head down because I'm worried about my head, and I think like, could she kill and you'll go on this roller coaster? Maybe not. I'm way shorter than him, but I don't want my head to get. <laughs> I'm fearful of getting scalped. Anyway, that's my that's, that's my what happened out. to Shaquille O'Neal actually. Yeah. <laughs> that's why you true, don't see true anymore. story that's why you don't see shaquille o'neal anymore <laughs> except for all the places that you do actually see shaquille o'neal oh all over your television uh, times. Mm. yeah no i don't i don't have that although you know the funny thing is we, we karen and hank have actually been on a ride that uh later collapsed 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> Which I think I mentioned on this like a long time ago, but there's a, there's this picture of them riding these it's it's the swing thing at the fair where it swings on ropes, you know, big long chains or whatever and it spins around and you just like ride these chairs and they go around around a circle. Um yeah. well, you know, it rains a lot here and one year they had put it, you know, it sits on the dirt and it had rained so much that the dirt became soft and it just it tipped over. Um, and I think somebody died actually on that. Um, oh, in that incident. so yeah, it's a not, not hilarious story, but, um, but it's just, it's very, it's a little, it's quite unnerving to, to see that picture of them, you know, waving to me <laughs> as I, or whoever I, much, I can't think it was, I actually think it wasn't me, but I think they went with some friends. Anyway, there's a picture of the two of them waving, um, on that ride. And it's just like, yeah, <laughs> and they still have that ride. That's the, they still use that ride at the fair. <laughs> Because I am me, I was, you know, doing plenty of research on all the different rides that I wanted to do. And then I, I love, like, I love the, not, not like, uh, controversy of Disney or even like the, um, what is the, what's that word for, uh, conspiracy theories of Disney. But like, I just love the, the fakery of Disney, like yeah. Disney for years and years tried to maintain that nobody ever died at Disney world. Like, so anytime somebody did have an incident <laughs> or got injured on a ride, which is rare or whatever, it was always, they were, uh, taken in the uh, ambulance and pronounced dead at the hospital. Like it's always, they didn't die here. Yeah. 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 Right. Right. Eventually they, they lost that. <laughs> nobody has died was, at Disney. <laughs> I was reading all the horrible things that have happened on the rides that were going on. I was like, Oh, I want to know about the fire that was on this one. I don't know about the person who died on them. The vast majority of times when people die they have pre-existing heart conditions uh, by the way listen to previous episodes to hear about my many trips to the- yeah <laughs> another reason why you're getting your charging thing so so yeah exactly so uh true story earlier this week i had a uh, come into the office late because i went to see the electrophysiologist which is the person who studies electricity in the heart and uh she comes into the appointment and she's laughing already she's like i don't know why you're seeing me and i'm like well because your partner the cardiologist said i should see you and she's like yeah your heart rate got up to 150 for a minute while you wore the three-day heart monitor but it was never out of rhythm your heart's fine and i'm like but it got really fast a couple times she's like has it happened since? And I'm like, nope. And she's like, were you aware that when you wore the three day heart monitor it got up to 150 for less than a minute? And I was like, nope. And she's like, yeah, it's because your heart's fine. And I'm like, is there anything I should do? Should I be looking for anything? Anything you want me to change my diet? And she's like, nope. And I'm, you know, I'm one of those people where I'm always kind of hoping that the doctor's going to say, well, you're going to have to, you know, exercise an hour a day. Cause if a doctor tells me to, I will. Right. And she's like, nope, you don't have to do anything. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Damn it. And she's like, your heart's totally fine and don't look for anything. You've got no warning signs or anything. The very next day, I wake up and I'm, I'm battling a cold, which maybe you can hear. I don't know. And I, I, I just, I didn't want to have to take pills all day long. So I'm like, I'm going to take the 24-hour Sudafed, <laughs> which if you don't know, Sudafed is, uh, contains Sudafedrin. The reason you have to ask for it is because they also use it to make uh, methamphetamines. And yeah. Yeah. Um, I... Uh, uh, I had multiple coffee meetings that day. So I got into the office and I had a tea that I just had there in the office. And then I went to a coffee meeting and had a cappuccino. And then I went to another coffee meeting and had a coffee. And then my heart was insane because Sudafed speeds up your pulse. And then so does right. three caffeinated beverages. And so I called right. the doctor's office and I'm like, I know she said I'm fine. And I know this is my own making. Is there anything I should do? <laughs> and they had the doctor uh, relay a message to the nurse who called me back. It was like, yeah, just don't do that anymore. You idiot was basically the message. <laughs> 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 but so maybe I that wasn't such a smart that. idea. 
when I was at the point, I was like, I'm going to Disney World. Can I go on all the roller coasters? She's like, yes. So if I die, please sue whoever the electrophysiologist is in Manalapa, New Jersey, because it's her fault. Okay. That's we'll all I asked, John. Okay. <laughs> I think you're going to be fine. How That's are you? my belief. I've talked too much. I'm now fine. I want to hear your, your dulcet yeah. tones. Jeez, uh, wow. Okay. Um, uh, we had a snow day this week. And a, and, oh, yeah. a, and a late uh, opening. Yeah, so um, that was a pleasant surprise for everybody. I like snow days, personally. But I'm rooting for snow um, days while we're at Disney, because then my kids have less work to make up. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that would work out really well for you. Not, I mean, yes and no for them. I mean, he, he's, he's still, like, unclear, or, or unclear on the concept, but or I guess he's clear on the concept, but he still doesn't appreciate it at the time that he has to make up the days later. <laughs> Because last year yeah. we had a mess of snow days and then he was very angry about having to go <laughs> to school extra days at the end of the year. It's like, I told you <laughs> when those snow days happened that you're going to have to make these days up. So don't be too happy. And he uh, he spent all his happiness early and then was paying for it later. So I, I, I'm, I'm sure I'll always... probably do that again this year. I'm sure there are some school districts to do this. But, you know, in New Jersey, I believe you have to have 140 days of school. Um, and I'm always surprised that they don't make the school calendar in snowy climbs, like 145 days and then yeah. end the school year early if they don't use any snow days because nobody's going to complain. Oh, I didn't know I had this extra time off. They are going to complain. Well, I think, like, Grr, yeah. I think they build in a few days, at least Good. here they do. Um, there are a couple, so I don't think, you know, like this one day, I don't think he's going to have to really Good. make up. Um, I, but they might like. It might cost him a vacation day someplace. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. There might be a day that he, you know, like a teacher conference day or something that they get off normally and they won't get it off this time. I don't, I don't remember exactly how it works out, but I think there's like something, <laughs> there is something baked in there that they can, they can futz with it. Yeah. I, uh, he, he, um, he's had, had a bunch of yet. doctors. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's been really warm there, right? But yeah, it's, it's been, it's been warm. I mean, today it acts as we're recording, it's freezing, but still no snow. Like we have barely seen, I feel like when it snows, it'll feel like the first snow of winter, even though it might be the second, but like, I haven't had to shuffle my driveway or pay a plow guy. Like we haven't even gotten to that level and it's borderline February. We're February adjacent as far as I'm concerned and still nothing. So thanks global <laughs> it's warming. It's January. Come on. <laughs> All right. By rounding it's February, but you were going to talk about doctor's visits. <laughs> Yes, I was going to, yeah, he had, a, he's had a bunch of doctor visits or, uh, late last year and, um, which were excused, but of course the, the school for some reason has implemented, I, I don't think they did this last year or either that, or we didn't have as many doctor visits last year, but they were saying like, you know, your child was up against like the number, you know, any more unexcused absences and it's going to start affecting his grade. And we're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> unexcused absences. And they're like, well, all these doctor visits, like those are excused. It's like, you have to get a note from the doctor. Okay, fine. So we got, you know, that, so he was up against the number of uh absences and we have since provided information you know that says these are excused right and now i don't but now i don't know where he stands like i I was talking about maybe taking like my mother is constantly i mean to to, to go visit them in florida and so i was thinking about taking hank down to visit and taking him out of school for a couple of days but i was like "Mm, i don't know where he is on days off and if he can actually do that without affecting his grade so Right. Our I school has gotten no. much stricter about I, it. I also, you know, any excuse to put it off is, you know, <laughs> oh, <for laughs> mostly sure. because of the flying, but <laughs> I will, I will, uh, I will do. But yeah, not, but we were actually, I think we would try. 
No, 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 not really because of that. No. Um, but mostly because of the flying, it's a long way, you know, from, you know, it's all the way, it's diagonal across the country. It's a pain in the ass. There is a direct flight. Alaska has a direct flight to, from Seattle to Orlando, which is nice, but it's also like six hours. Oh, your, your mom lives in Orlando. Do you want me to visit while I'm there? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Could you, <laughs> she's going to know it's not me though. <laughs> but I, I can say, listen, I talk to him twice a week. <laughs> <laughs> much more than you do <laughs> why do you talk to that lex bella twice a week um that's my impression of this lex guy showed up the door and he says oh my god um i wanted to mention before i forget that also so one thing on the school missing our school got much stricter our district got much stricter about this and so yes they need notes if they stay home sick or whatever uh, they need a doctor's note, which is annoying because, like, if your kid has the flu and doesn't need to see a doctor, or if your kid, you know, has thrown yeah. up and doesn't have to see the doctor, now they have to see the doctor right. anyway because they need to provide a note. Uh, but you're trying to be the good parent who doesn't send, you know, my potentially contagious kid in school. And, you know, other parents are sending their pukers in. I know because my kids tell me, yeah, Adrian said that she puked last night, but her mom said, you have to go to school anyway. And I'm like, well, stay the fuck away from Adrian. I, I um, never I never hear those. <laughs> I never hear those stories. I only hear the opposite uh, stories. <laughs> <laughs> somebody's eye was itchy and their parents let them stay home. Oh, good. Um, I appreciate that actually. But the, uh, the, 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 the rules are very strict on that now. And so I, I think I am stressed and my kids are not about them missing five days of school. Anya's probably a little bit stressed because that's seventh grade and there's a lot there. And like, she's doing great in school, but I know that she considers math hard. Uh, she also considers her math teacher. Not great. I hope her math teacher doesn't listen to the show, but, um, uh, <laughs> Hi, Mrs. I have no idea. But so the, <laughs> like, you know, they'll have some work to do. And, and Lauren has been saying like, so, you know, some days when we wake up on the cruise in the morning, you'll do your homework. And there's clearly in my mind, no chance that that's going to happen. Uh, nor are they going to do it like after a long, exhausting right. 25,000 step day at Disney. So I don't know when they'll do the work. My guess is some of it will be happening on the flights, uh, which is fine. And some of it will, they'll have to, you know, make up when we're back again. And that's just how it goes. Yeah. But I, I wear some stress to that for them because I know I, I remember being nervous as a kid about getting behind. Like, I don't want to suddenly not know things. And then I'm catching up and making up tests and you're still learning more things and I'm missing those things. Ah, I hated that. So yeah, they, yeah, that's all right. Um, yeah. I, he had a couple of things that he needed to make up over the holidays and, you know, like, <laughs> and of course he wasn't going to remember them. He didn't want to remember them. And so I was like, okay, I gotta make, I gotta make sure that he gets these things done over the holidays. And then of course, you know, like, it's it's like the, the Sunday before he has to go back and I'm like, oh, right. He's got two things he's going to do before <laughs> before tomorrow. My, my kids are them, very so. classic at that of like waiting until Sunday afternoon to be like, oh, I had an assignment mm-hmm. this weekend or the end of a break to be like, oh, I had to do this. And, you know, Lauren gets mad, which I get. And she's like, how come you guys haven't done this? And I'm like, I just want to point out that you do your lesson plan every Sunday night and go to bed later than you want because you do your lesson plans every Sunday night. Like, and her, her response was, well, that's after they go to sleep. So they shouldn't know that that's happening. And I'm like, okay, but still, yeah, right. They're coming by it. Honestly, there's gotta be a genetic component in there somewhere. I am the non-procrastinator in the group. Although I have, I think it's, it's like, like I am. You're the, you're the non-procrastinator. I like to get everything done early. And that was also true for me in school. Like if I had to do a paper, I did it the first weekend it was assigned where everybody else waited the last week because I wanted it not over my head. It was, it was like reverse procrastination. It was still like cramming, but I would cram it all early. But you were doing it early. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that that would be, I don't know. I think that'd probably be a better way to do it, but I, I am. Yeah. I, I pulled several 
nighters in high school and in uh, college. And, and I never, and when I went back to school, cause I, I, you know, I went to graduate school and then later I went back again and took some uh, computer science classes. I was never like that in graduate school or, uh, after. And I think that was just maturity. <laughs> I, I never pulled an all night. Also school. not, also not going out and partying all the time. <laughs> yeah. I think I maybe did once, possibly twice in college for work. I remember in our senior year, Lauren and I took the same course. And there was a time when I had done the assignment for this anthropology of gender course. I had done it right away and handed it in. It was like the final thing. And um, she was going to stay up all night the night it was due. And uh, did. And she got, I don't remember the exact numbers, but I know that it was one score apart where her, she got like a 96 and I got a 95 and she's like, see, staying up all night was better. And like, in no way has this been proven to me. <laughs> like I'm totally fine with my grade and my sleep. <laughs> it's just fine. Um, I wanted to mention another thing too. Uh, and I can't figure out exactly what this app is called, but I have uh, temporarily paid for an app called, it shows on your home screen is WDW lines as in Walt Disney world lines. So Disney has its official apps that tell you, here's how long the lines are. Here's how long the wait is for these different rides. But I only learned recently that those apps, Disney's app intentionally lies to try to move traffic. So like if there's a 40 minute wait at space mountain, they'll say there's a two hour wait. If there's nobody going on the rides that are nearby. And it's a way to like push people through to get more rides spread out. And this app tells you the actual wait times, which they can somehow pull. I don't know. And I'm excited about that too. So uh, if you're going to go to Disney World, I I haven't figured out the real name of the app. Let me know. So it's a third, it's a third party. Uh, Yeah. I don't understand how they get the data, but like every Disney, Disney travel agent swears by this. Uh, I don't know if it's formula based, (laughs) um, based on what the Disney app reports or something else. Um, but the mm. app is specifically. Yeah, really. Called, I wonder if you could just yeah reverse engineer their algorithm. <laughs> like, yeah, pull the results and like strip the crap out of it. I can't find the name of this app. Hang on, lines. <clears throat> it's something like travel. I don't know. Oh, here we go. It is called Disney World Lines uh, by TP. So there you go, Disney World Lines, and you have to pay for it by touringplans.com. Um, oh. Uh, but yeah, I, but, I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm going in knowing that we're going to get exhausted each day and that we're going to do many, many steps each day. And so I'm hopeful that I will sleep well, which feels like it's about to be yeah. lead into an ad for a mattress advertiser, but it's not. <laughs> but my hope is that <laughs> I'll just sleep all night and then it won't be so bad. Because I, But really, I, go ahead and get yourself a nice mattress. There's a chance, I think truly, that this will be my kids' like one trip to Disney World while they're kids. Because I was already 13. How many times am I going to go back before she's like college age? You know what I mean? Yeah, this is it. Yeah, it's all. On I don't, and I don't like. I'm not sure how much Hank is enjoying theme parks anymore. Frankly, he's 16 now, and good lord, yeah. How is that even exactly? Possible? <laughs> <laughs> I think there's been a miscount somewhere. <laughs> um, and I'm trying to remember when the last time we went was. Uh, Cause he's, he's less into the rides than he used to be. Um, and which is sad, <laughs> yeah. of course. I mean, I kind of get it. I mean, you, I think you reach an age where you, you peek out and I hope that he comes back to it. Like I did. I'm not sure. Actually, I'm not sure if I ever got out of it. Um, yeah, I, I didn't have that many opportunities rides. to go. Yeah. Yeah. 
I didn't have that many opportunities to go and I came to them very late. I never really had much of an opportunity to ride that many roller coasters when I was a kid. Um, and then rode Space Mountain when I was 12 or something like that for the first time and was terrified, um, but also very intrigued. <laughs> and then I think the next time I went to a theme park was when I was uh, out of college um, and went to Six Flags uh, and had a good time. Um, so uh, there was the, there was that I think there was that whole period in there where I was just like, I didn't I didn't actively hate them or anything, but I just didn't care. Right. I mean, I like roller coasters, but I also truly love like Disney calls them dark rides. I guess you know all the ones where they they tell a little story, and I love all the more modern style yeah. rides where it's like virtual screens or screens that make you feel like <laughs> or whatever. Well, those make and me I, those make me sick, but right, yeah. no, those aren't good for you. But like the one that I'm looking forward to the most is the Toy Story Mania ride, which I've only ever done at Disneyland. But it's like you put on 3D glasses, so Moltz is already like holding his stomach. But you're you're basically <laughs> playing a bunch of video games as you go through the ride, and. So it's, you know, it's, it's a Toy Story themed and there's a bunch of animatronic, whatever Toy Story stuff, but then there's like different games and it's like you use the same controller slash gun type thing in each game and like one's popping balloons and one's like shooting the whatevers and, but it's, I love those games and what's hilarious is I was reading about how there's Easter eggs in those games and there's ways that you can score insane amounts of points if you know about the secret things to shoot at. And so I spent like 10 minutes on reading this article trying to memorize all these things. Then I said to myself, what the hell am I doing? Why do I care if I score a very high number on this game where I can get no credit for it? I'm devoting brain cells to my Disney planet to try to memorize the Easter eggs this right this makes no sense but i do i like trying to find hidden mickeys and i like knowing about secret crap on rides and but i did yeah. i did make myself stop i was like i'm not look i know that i'm gonna look for the fox <laughs> at toy story mania and shoot that damn fox i have no idea what you're talking about but okay but after that i'm out well nobody does yeah. i don't know about it until i read this article and i love that ride but anyway it's uh, i don't know john i hope i come back alive i guess is my point <laughs> I've already given you my opinion on, on how that's going to come work out for you. I'm pretty sure that's going to be fine. Um, yeah. And we, we talked about the, the guys who kept sneaking into Disney world, right? I don't recall if we did. And when were they, or was it, I'm trying to remember which ride they were going to. It was the, like the future, it was the future thing, whatever the, th- so I guess it was oh, Epcot. Like the, the world um, of tomorrow, tomorrow. The people who world died tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, no, <laughs> they didn't die. <laughs> These guys didn't die. One of them's dead, but he died because he was, you know, he got, I think he got sick and died. Um, it was unrelated to, no, at least as far as I know, unrelated to that. Um, but that was, a, there was a big YouTube, there was a long YouTube video about that. Uh, and um, done, I think done at least in part by the, the other, you know, there were two of them who kept yeah. going back to this thing and then finally figured out, you know, through this elaborate scheme, how they could sne- sneak in um, and stay there overnight. <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the level of commitment to that is um, astounding. I would love to do that. I would love to do that for uh, certain rides. No, certainly not that one. I'm, but I think, I think I would do that for uh, space mountain and a haunted mansion. And you'd love to, to sneak into those rides. Yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to like be like crawling around in the back of those rides as as they were going on. I would love to just see them with the lights on, like that's. I want to see like haunted mansion yeah. fully illuminated. Yeah, 
Um, I'm also just going to send a video I wonder if that would you. be, I mean, I wonder, is it going to be ter- terribly disappointing, do you think? <laughs> well, I think it depends on, like, are you the kind of person who likes to see how a magic trick is done or not? And yeah. There's some people right, who just right. want to be amazed. And, like, I love understanding how it all works. And that's why I like try yeah. to look up and research. And so I don't know. Uh, I know that right, I, right. I don't know how magic. Nope. I don't know how the haunted mansion is at Disney world. I know at Disneyland, um, they're really, really bad at boarding, uh, wheelchair bound guests. And so they do board oh. them, but like they constantly stop the rides when you're going on haunted mansion, at Disneyland, it stops. Like, I don't know anybody who's ever gone on in recent years, the haunted mansion, at Disneyland and not had it stop at least once. And like, it's like, do not get out of your, what do they call it? Some pun, <laughs> yeah, your, yeah, your, yeah. your morgue machine, um, and your cadaver carrier, whatever the hell it is. And, uh, I think they do that. I hope they do a better Disney world. Cause I would like to just go all the way through haunted mansion without stopping. <laughs> um, yeah, right. But I shared a video that I'm hopeful John can put into the uh, 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 show notes um, of a, a guy who goes up to characters at Disney and does impressions of those characters to them. <laughs> and <laughs> when he's doing it to like the the costume characters, like your your Donald Ducks, and he whips out the Donald Duck voice, like you can see that the characters like get excited and like whoever's in there is like really into it. When he does it to the human characters, some of them seem annoyed and some of them seem surprised. Like I remember there's one video where he's talking to. Uh, Peter Pan and Wendy, and they're they're into his Captain Hook and Smee voice. But there's another video where he's talking to Alice in Wonderland and the Mad Hatter, and the Mad Hatter's into his Mad Hatter impression. But Alice is like, "This is really dumb and boring, and you need to go away now, strange man." But anyway, it's a fun video. So there's a whole bunch of them. Doom buggy. It's called a doom buggy. Thank you, Lex's brain. They call it a doom buggy on the haunted mansion. Oh, really? It's D O O M. That's what the car. That's what the car is called uh, that you get into. Yeah. Is it called a Doom yeah. buggy? That's I right. did not know that. Huh. I had the um. I had the Haunted Mansion. I don't even think I had been on the Haunted Mansion, um, but I had the Haunted Mansion album as a child, which oh, that, tells that, like the story, the supposed story behind the Haunted Mansion, and then they, yes. and then does all the song. It has all the, the songs grim, on it. grinning ghosts song. Yeah. Yeah, Green, yeah. Green and right. ghosts come out to and social like, and the, the, so the headless, the headless bride, or right, or she has the husband's head. I can't remember which it is, that's whatever, right. that's whatever right. way it works out. But yeah. Uh, yeah, and then I don't think I actually went on that ride until I was uh, twenty eight. No, I don't. <laughs> oh no, I, I said I, I, I am incorrect because I said that I had not been to a theme park until after I got out of college. But uh, I spent my junior year in college in Japan and went to Tokyo, the so Tokyo Disneyland was in between where I was living and where I was going to school. So I, every morning on the train, I, that was one of the stops, uh, on the way to school and man, every day it was, <laughs> it was all I could do to not get off and go to Tokyo Disney world. <laughs> but so, but I think I went at least twice, maybe three times that year. So that was, that was when I rekindled, you know, <clears throat> really kindled my love of, theme parks particularly of disney theme parks wow well yeah i do not intend to spill anybody's ashes out at disney or at the haunted mansion okay. itself although yeah. people do do that sometimes do you want us to do that if you do not survive yeah i would say if i die uh, uh, because of a heart is that issue. is that is that a nice is that is that a great place to have your ashes spread if that is where it is that what, if that's what killed you <laughs> Yes, because it's it's they don't want it to happen, so I like them getting their due. If the Disney mm. kills me, they can deal with my ass. So it's it's kind of it's kind of like an F you. Yeah, it's a, a tip for that. That's right. 
<laughs> Besides, okay. Walt Disney was an anti-Semite, so I'm fine with it. <laughs> <laughs> that's true even well i think so <laughs> i mean it's true enough for this was. podcast yeah, yeah right so yes, it was, was somebody <laughs> it was the 30s and 40s of course he was according to insider.com he so there was no proof that disney himself <laughs> he really liked hitler but he was he kept company with anti-semites he was friends with people who were known to be anti-semitic uh hmm. but many jews were isn't that a, isn't that a form of anti-semitism uh, some of my best friends are Jew lovers. Some of my best friends are Jew haters. I don't know. <laughs> yes. Walt Disney should rot in hell. 